Hey, good morning. It's April 22nd, 2019. It is Monday. And I have a quote of the day from Immanuel Kant. He is a German philosopher, born April 22nd, 1724, and he passed February 12th, 1804. And the quote is this. Even philosophers will praise war as ennobling mankind, forgetting the Greek who said, War is bad in that it begets more evil than it kills. And that's your quote of the day. Here are your horoscopes for April 22nd, 2019 by Linda C. Black. Aries, today is a seven. Handle practical details before dashing off. Create backup plans and review alternate routes to your destination. Explore options and research their costs and benefits. Taurus, today is an eight. Review financial agreements and handle obligations. Postpone buying treats. Decide in favor of good structure. Build solid foundations for future goals. Drop by steady drop. Gemini, today is a seven. Talk to work out practical details with your partner. Schedule actions for later after determining what needs doing and who will do what. Cancer, today is an eight. Keep to your health, fitness, and work routines. Guard against impulsive behavior or sudden moves. Avoid accidents or injury. Keep a steady pace and rhythm. Leo, today is a seven. Discuss the finer aspects of the game. Plot your moves in advance. Postpone a major reveal. Talk gets farther than action now. And romance kindles in conversation. Virgo, today's a six. Avoid unnecessary arguments at home. Adapt to change as illusions evaporate. Stick to practical priorities. And don't worry about the small stuff, but clean up messes. Libra, today is a seven. Do the research before making a statement. Things may not be as they appear. Don't fall for a trick. Stick to reliable news sources and anticipate surprises. Scorpio, today is a seven. Figure out what your ideal customer or client wants. Polish marketing materials and articulate your brand. Plan and prepare for a powerful launch. Sagittarius, today is a nine. Follow your intuition. A trickster is at work. Don't respond automatically. Consider your personal priorities before choosing your direction. Keep your bargains and agreements. Capricorn. Today's a five. Wait to see what develops. Anticipate chaos, controversy, or resistance. Lay low and reformulate plans. Complications could arise, so rest, review, and revise. 
Aquarius. Today's the seven. Voice your views to your team. Illuminate a shadowy area. Passions could get intense. Listen to all perspectives. Discoveries could alter your group's direction. Pisces. Today's a seven. Find sweet little escapes. Take a walk outside. Try new flavors or views. Avoid traffic or hassle. Discover treasure in your own backyard. And these are your daily horoscopes for April 22nd, 2019. If you were born today, April 22nd, today's birthday horoscope is strategized for shared gain this year. Lay careful plans to advance your education and travels. Creative communications flower this summer, revealing a different fork in the road. Travel and studies especially flourish next winter, shifting your research and writing. Keep an open mind and heart. And if you were born today, you're a perfectionist with an unusual perspective on the world. Both imaginative and conservative, you have a knack for bringing both worlds to whatever you do. While you are charming and witty, you can be impatient with others when they are not following quickly enough or they are otherwise in your way. Famous people today born are Jack Nicholson, Glenn Campbell, Peter Frampton, Amber Heard, Frank Capra, Aaron Spelling. Happy birthday, Taurus. Today in rock history for April 22nd, 1959, Alan Freed premiered his last rock and roll movie, Go Johnny Go, starring Chuck Berry, Jackie Wilson, Richie Valens, Eddie Cochran, Jimmy Cavallo, and the Flamingos. 1962, Jerry Lee Lewis' three-year-old son, Steve Allen Lewis, drowned in the shallow water of a still-under-construction swimming pool at the Lewis home near Carl Lake, Tennessee. 1964, in the UK, the president of the National Federation of Hairdressers offered a free haircut to the next group to reach the top of the pop chart. He was quoted as saying, the Rolling Stones are the worst. One of them looks as if he's got a feather duster on his head. 1969, trumpeter Herb Alpert sang, this guy's in love with you on his CBS TV special. The Burt Bacharach Hal David composition would rise to the top of the U.S. chart where it stayed for four weeks. It reached number three in the U.K. 1969, John Winston Lennon legally changed his name to John Winston Ono Lennon during a short ceremony on the roof of the Apple Records building in London. John always hated his middle name, given to him by his mother in honor of Winston Churchill, but British law did not allow him to change it. He could, however, add Ono and would never use Winston again, except for legal documents. That same year, the Carpenters signed with A&M Records, where they will have 
20 Billboard Top 40 hits. And same year, The Who gave their first complete live performance of the rock opera Tommy at a show in Dalton, England. In 1974, the L.A. group Redbone earned a gold record for the single Come and Get Your Love, which was currently number five on the Hot 100. 1976, Johnny Taylor's Disco Lady becomes the first song to be certified platinum by the RIAA for 2 million copies sold. 1978, Bob Marley and the Wailers perform at the One Love Peace concert in Jamaica. It was Marley's first public appearance in Jamaica since being wounded in an assassination attempt a year and a half earlier. That same year, former Steelers Wheel vocalist Jerry Rafferty released his biggest solo hit, Baker Street, and it would reach number two on the Hot 100 and number three in the UK, and believe it or not, was written about one of London's most famous streets, home to Sir Arthur Conan Doyle's fictional detective, Sherlock Holmes. 1979, the Rolling Stones played two concerts for the blind at the Civic Auditorium in Oshawa, Ontario. The shows were done in lieu of a jail sentence for guitarist Keith Richards, who was convicted of a heroin possession in Toronto two years earlier. 1981, two days after being released from a St. Paul, Minnesota hospital following a month-long treatment for bleeding ulcers, Eric Clapton is involved in a car accident and is hospitalized in Seattle, Washington, suffering bruised ribs, and a lacerated shin. In 1993, the Who's Rock Opera Tommy opened on Broadway. 2003, only days after Madonna tried to strike back at illegal sharing of songs from her American Life album by flooding the internet with fake MP3s, her website was hacked and real digital files of the songs were leaked. That same year, songwriter Phyllis Bryant died of cancer, along with her husband. She wrote the Everly Brothers hits Bye Bye Love, All I Have to Do is Dream, and Wake Up Little Susie. Other acts to record their songs include Buddy Holly, Bob Dylan, The Beatles, Tony Bennett, Simon and Garfunkel, Sarah Vaughan, The Grateful Dead, Dolly Parton, Elvis Presley, The Beach Boys, Roy Orbison, Elvis Costello. Count Basie, Dean Martin, Ruth Brown, Cher, R.E.M., and Ray Charles. Whoa, that's a list and a half. 2008, Paul Davis, who placed eight songs on the Billboard Top 40 pop chart, including I Go Crazy, which was number seven in 1977, and 65, Love Affair, which is number six in 1982, He suffered a fatal heart attack at the age of 60. 2010, the Los Angeles coroner's office ruled that the death of Marie Osmond's 18-year-old son, Michael Blosil, was a suicide after he jumped from an apartment building in February. In 2013, Richie Havens, who rose to fame as the opening act at the Woodstock Festival in 1969, died following a heart attack at the age of 72. During his lengthy career, he scored just one Billboard Top 40 hit, 
a cover of George Harrison's Here Comes the Sun, which reached number 16 in 1971. And this was your day in rock. Two clairvoyant friends meet in the middle of the road, and one says to the other, You are fine. And how am I? Hey, so today is Earth Day, and on Vox.com, they have a very good article, Seven Things We've Learned About Earth Since Last Earth Day. And I'm not going to get into all of it because it's, you know, there's a lot to the article, but I'll read you the key seven points that they make. One is kids today face a truly frightening climate future and they're mad as hell at adults for neglecting the problem and they should be, but it's really not, you know, it's really still politically in the hands of People who are like 60 to 70 years old, that generation, because they're the ones with the power and money and they're not working and they're in politics. So you should really be mad at those people because they don't give a crap. They have the political power. They have the bulk of it. And they know that they're not really going to be around maybe maybe another 25 years, that's probably it. So they don't really care about these environmental things that younger people care about. Number two, let us go that plastic is increasingly not fantastic. And we know this. But the problem that we're having, too, is not just that plastic is not fantastic. It's the way that people just don't dispose of garbage correctly and recycle. And I've seen shows on recycling and a lot of this stuff can be recycled, but the recycling plants actually are not receiving enough recyclables because they're not getting disposed of properly. People are lazy. They really are lazy about doing recyclables. Why is it so hard? Now, take it back a hundred years ago And people were making their own bread at home. You know, life was really like all about survival and scarlet fever. And it was, there was no dishwashers. It was tough. And now people cannot even dispose of a plastic recyclable product. It's just too hard. But you're ruining us. You're ruining us. Three, life is so much heavier than we thought. Well, the total mass of all life on Earth has become a lot heavier on this planet. Number four, frogs are croaking from a nasty fungus. They are showing that there's an environmental change. They're very sensitive and they're dying off at alarming rates. Number five, life is disappearing, appearing and evolving right in front of us. Well, we're having a die-off of about 60% 
of birds, mammals, fish, reptiles, and amphibians. I'm not sure what people think about that, but I can say that the homeostasis of the planet is definitely compromised when you have a die-off of 60% of your natural residents, which were the animals who were here before the humans and contribute to our environment that we live in. They actually do. Yeah, sometimes they're an annoyance, but they actually contribute to the homeostasis of our environment. And people don't understand that. They're too busy buying clothes for their pet dogs to realize that we actually do need frogs and squirrels, raccoons, skunks. We need them. Number six, we have just over a decade left before the best case scenario for global warming passes us by. You know how quick 10 years can go? It's going to go quick. So, what I would say, the last one, a coming verdict on our right to a safe climate. It is changing. Laws are acknowledging that climate plays a part in quality of life. But is it too late? I don't know. It could be. I know that in politics, you can't count on any any party to forward a clean environment if there's money involved. Right now, we had rural agricultural land and they are demolishing it to build an amusement park in back of us. It used to be a habitat for all kinds of animals, deer, rabbits, raccoons, eagles, etc. Well, they don't care because they're going to make money on an amusement park. And they've also challenged our water, the otter kill, um, around us and the otter kill you know, gives to our water table and basically all the runoff from this amusement park is going into the otter kill and it's just it's just a mess here with development and this is a small scale thing for Legoland doing this building in back of us. And then we have the CPV power plant nine miles away coming in under the Cuomo administration, a fracked gas power plant, one of the largest on the East Coast. It's going to be in New York, a a state that has prohibited fracked gas, but they allowed this to come in here. And it is poisoning the environment. When it ran in 2018 on President's Weekend, the smell was so bad, we didn't know what it was actually at first coming out of the plant. We didn't know where, you know, that it was coming out of the plant. It was so bad, I was in a classroom at the nearby college, and we thought something was wrong with the furnace in the college, and security at the college was called by a teacher, and we were told that it was an external source. We were getting headaches, our eyes were burning, And I did get a nosebleed later that week. It was unbelievable. But there were reports of people working outside who had asthma attacks 
and everything else. But God knows what that does. Think of 9-11 and the health effects that came from that 20 years later. People still getting sick. What's going to happen to Wei Wei In 10, 15 years, we're going to see people getting cancer and becoming very sick. And nobody cares. So don't tell me that the Democrats are on this. Because I'm in a Democratic New York State and we still have the same problems. Everywhere. Why? Because we got 60 to 70 year olds in political positions with money and power who don't care about the future. Because the future is over for them. But it's not over for everyone behind them. They are bad. They are bad. And they are bad for this planet. And that's it. Do your best today. Do something for Earth Day. Recycle something. Get your plastic bags up to Walmart. They take the plastic bags. Just take them. Get them recycled. Do something positive for your planet. And think about the future. Because it's a chain of humanity. And we can work together. And we can be here doing good for people we will never meet. And that's really what it's all about anyway. It's for the earth. Okay. I'll see you next time. Bye.